Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm still confused as to who you think is getting saluted. I think it's funny that Will Smith rolls up to the military base and immediately salutes the guards when there's an army of RVs behind him. He's clearly wearing military gear. And the first thing they would ask for is ID. Right. But instead, he's like, my salute is for you as a fellow troop. But buddy, I don't know why you're making fun of that. This is a really unproductive conversation, isn't it? Um, why would you not salute like strain? Why would you not show like every possible an ounce of respect to like armed members of a different branch of the armed forces at a base you're not supposed to know about yet be at? I would be polite as shit. It's it, civilization has fallen. It Manners like have gone by the wayside. Polite as shit. Yeah, but the military- also it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Remember? Yes, They're it like, does. No, what works is when he he, un- he, he uncovers the alien. The alien well, but right? It's, it's not. Uh, I don't think it's very. Also, these people are in the military. Your original point, like five minutes before we started recording the show, was that everybody salutes everybody in Independence Day, even if they're not in the military. I bet I can find civilians that are just saluting for no reason. I think I think Day. what you are I think what you are missing is that Independence Day posits a world where we're all the military now. Yeah. Like there is no more distinct don't after save him. That's not what he meant. No, also, I don't think that's what he meant. I think that's I what he's think missing. He's referring to. I actually think he's referring to the very end of the movie where uh, Will Smith has to hand off his cigar to salute Bill Pullman. You know, Bill Pullman is the president in the movie, right? And a fighter pilot. And yes. is therefore in charge of the military. And was it, right? and it, yeah. And is a really haphazard you know president. presidents salute the military like. No, no, I'm not. No, we're not moving the goalposts. I'm staying right at your original assertion mm-hmm. that a whole bunch of people 
are just running around saluting willy-nilly in Independence Day. I'm, I'm going to send bad this, and I'm just going to make everybody remember something it's, that didn't happen. Okay. Yes, Shazam. let's, let's yeah. agree that in the scene, in, in the scene where the, um, is it the Capitol Records building? Whatever the building is that they're on in LA. Yeah. With... Oh no, that's strip. I think that's the US Bank Tower downtown. Capital yes. Records yeah, yeah, is a yeah. different movie. Yes. And it's like um, it's like the DJ moment where the aliens are about to let the yes. beat drop. Like yes. and like the, they let the, the beat other... drop. Jesus. So loud. Let's agree that like Vivica Vivica Fox's other stripper friend and everybody else said they're all saluting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's definitely what happened. Anyway, yeah. this this is a bridge to what I actually wanted to talk about, which is the movie Battleship. Which what? Seen it, but <laughs> okay, I actually I finally seen Battleship. I watched it on streaming over the weekend while I was doing laundry. Battleship is one of like three or four movies I've ever walked out of in my lifetime, and not because I was dissatisfied with the movie. Uh, I went to see it at some raggedy dollar theater in yes. columbus georgia and one of the speakers was out of phase like on mm. my right side and when it got really loud the echo it was like when you roll down a window in the car and it, it makes this weird vibrating against your eardrum i almost puked is when it the possible sound got you were, really loud did you possibly go to a cia black site to watch battleship it was, I, that's entirely really possible close to fort benning so it actually is yeah. possible but like when the when the monsters or monster robots landed and started making these weirdly loud mechanical noises, I got like a stabbing pain behind my eyeballs and we had to leave. So anyway, I'm years late to this movie. It was uh it was on HBO or whatever over the weekend. I put it on while I was, you know, folding a mountain of towels. And there is a point in the movie where like they have to they have to go fight the aliens on the battleship title uh that is tied up at the uss arizona museum like obviously the arizona's underwater but i think this one's the missouri which a funny uh and b the only people around who can steer the ship are all of the uh all of the aged vets of of earlier wars who all like work as docents basically at this museum right you've got like you, you've seen them throughout the movie like you know the the old timers in the the hats with their with their military patches on them you know explaining to kids like how gunners used to work here and whatnot so they give these guys who i think i remember noting at the time uh from interviews were actual veterans they give these guys michael bay or whoever gives these guys a slow motion walk up the ramp like avengers style right like all of these these portly Pe- old gentlemen it's peter uh, berg right did i get that oh, right okay same thing god yeah. damn peter berg really he yeah. has to be somebody um that's depressing anyway so he gives them this full-on like slow motion heroes walk up the gangplank and it's not played for laughs like it's very like it, i remember hearing that he used you know not actors actual vets for this scene and what they end up doing is actually very cool with these guys. But in the moment, you get this hero shot. And as they roll up and the music swells, the dude in front kind of cocks his baseball cap back. And in the thickest Pittsburgh accent I have ever heard in my life, goes like, what do you need here, Sonny? And <laughs> I was like, oh, man, 
they this told one of these dudes he could have a speaking line and they all put this guy out in front. and really? it's like it completely cracks the gravity of the moment but also as a denizen of this podcast i am so delighted that this dude is charged with saving the world and does so you gotta pound the fries into the burl real tight real tight like that then you gotta, then you gotta <sighs> um battleship feels like a movie that came along just too early to be prime internet meme bullshit yeah yeah i would agree with that i also did not count on the uh i didn't count on the battleship port rian is in it by the way yes. as just like a soldier yes um and the movie does some some very weird and and dumb things but also they the battleship portion of it is staged literally like i didn't know they were actually going to try and make the game into the movie i thought it was just like here's a bunch of battleships but there's uh this whole why am i explaining the entire plot of the movie battleship? <laughs> i don't know but uh Let's go. whatever you do do not stop <laughs> okay cool so the whole movie takes place during these uh during this uh, international war games exercise and there's a bunch of japanese soldiers who are there who get trapped inside this like alien force field with all the american ships right and so what they end up doing is using sonar to track the aliens kind of in the same vein as independence day like they go old style and the japanese captain goes very casually like oh yeah we've been spying on y'all this way for like 30 years you didn't know that um uh it's it's a very it, it's it's kind of an incredibly tacky thing to say to somebody uh, at the USS Arizona Memorial, but also owned. Like, anyway, that's that they're 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 kind of doing like the hit and miss pings with sonar. Man, this is fucking yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> no, but, the better part is that anyway, I saw this. this movie over the weekend, and the emotional climax of it is this like large Deardorfian fellow in like a veterans in a VFW hat. Going like, what can we do for you, Sonny? <laughs> it's be and it's beautiful. I'm a fan uh, of the greatest baseball team alive, the Pittsburgh Pirates. It might be a Chicago accent. I don't know. All y'all sound alike up there. Um, All y'all on the up there. Battleship won two awards. Both Rihanna won both of them. First, she won the Teen Choice Award for Choice Movie Breakout. And she also won the Golden Raspberry for Worst Supporting Actress. Okay, she's not bad. I guess in this what I'm movie. saying is life is a land of contrast. Like the movie is terrible, but she's not bad in it. She's kind of like a shitbird punk in it, which is a super fun thing for her to play. And she yeah. probably also has the highest net worth of anyone in that movie. Yeah, I would call her point. no Liam Neeson's in it. I oh, know. I mean, I think yeah, but Liam doesn't own Fenty. Mm, fair. Right? No, this was pre-Fenty. Right, but she but right now, like the of all the people in there, you're like Who's come out the best from the movie Battleship? And you go, oh, the one who won the Razzie for Worst Supporting yeah. Actress. Also, yeah, she was one of the better parts of that movie. I contest this Razzie. I like that Liam Neeson is doing all of the things. Like, he's basically living Nick Cage's career now, but nobody cares. We're like, fuck it. We love Liam Neeson. Why would we make fun of him for that? Okay, hang on one second. I'm trying to find the scene on... Uh, I'm trying to find the scene on YouTube where they get these guys so you can hear this guy talk okay um while you oh there's okay so in the movie they're supposed to be uh 
like veterans of the battleship Missouri. Um, okay, okay, here. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna send this to you guys in the chat. And I want all of you guys to if I screen share, can you guys all see this? If you screen share, you can probably get the audio. Okay. Spencer, mute your things. I'm Let's gonna... get sued by Battleship. No, Let's listen. get sued by like, Battleship. I'm not underselling this moment. I need you guys to see what happens. I here. know. And I want to get sued okay. by Battleship. Okay. Right. Host disabled attendee screen sharing. Boom! Server, let me cook. Server has put the clamps down. The right. Mutombo finger. I didn't okay, even... I didn't even know I was allowed to do that. <laughs> All right, Spencer's going to screen share. Hang on. Who can share? All participants. Okay. All okay. participants. Spencer's going to screen share because we're already audioed in that way. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Okay. No, it's not playing sound. No, you got to start at the beginning. Sorry. It's not giving us sound. It's not good. Wait, I can hear it. Yeah, but we're off the same box. I don't know if that's. Um, yeah, yeah, you're using the box as a monitor. Yeah. So here. Shoot. Okay, everybody, go to the beginning of the of the thing and just pause it. Spencer, pause. It. Everybody, go to the beginning and just pause it, and we're all gonna hit play at the same time, and you're gonna watch it for yourselves. Okay, ready? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in full screen mode. I have to get out of full screen mode. Exit full screen okay. mode. We we Exit only need to watch. It's in view. We need to watch like the first two minutes of this okay. because it okay. happens at like the exact two minute mark of this video. Okay. Welcome to our 17 minute podcast about the 2012 movie Battleship. Okay, is everybody ready? Everybody queued up? Yes. Wait, where does Zoom go? Okay, there it is. Okay, everybody ready? Three, two. One, go. Doesn't end like this. Why do you want us to do, Hopper? We have no ships left. We have one. We've got a battleship. <laughs> Crazy? That's a museum. Oh yeah, it's Peter Berg. That's why half of Friday Night Lights is in this movie. Mm -hmm. This ship is 70 years old. It's totally outdated. The firing systems are all analog. The engines haven't been started in a decade, which would be fine, but there's steam, which I have no idea how to fire. I've been watching Fast and the and Furious all day, and this is so the same. Six weeks to go through it all. We still don't have enough crew to fire it up. Okay, here we go. I don't know what you're thinking, sir. <laughs> the olds have been summoned. No, Levitra! <laughs> Okay, you can see what they're trying to do, and like I can see how this might have been thought like a cool moment, and it is. Like we heard that this is awesome. We heard there was leftover corn. Okay, wait. Okay, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Take the full impact of this moment. Is everyone all right? Yes, sir. Okay. You 
You men have given so much to your country, and no one has the right to ask any more of you. But I'm asking. What do you need, son? <laughs> Go Stillers! You need to borrow your boat. <laughs> so the part that they didn't market about this movie which i think they should have is that basically the invading aliens are defeated by a bunch of old dudes while the entire u.s military is trapped in an alien force field which is kind of a baller way to end the movie but here's this crescendo and this guy's like what do you need um stellars battleship has a wonderful sentence in its wikipedia page under the production mm-hmm. headline uh, Universal at one point considered canceling the film, which would have resulted in a $30 million loss. However, new chairman Adam Fogelson decided the studio would lose less money if they increased the budget of the film instead of outright canceling it. Fucking awesome. Hollywood math is awesome. Hey, this movie is going to lose money. You know what would fix that? Spending more money on it. Well, yeah, because scared money don't make money. <laughs> if you're losing money... You need to pour more money into the hole. Battleship to the moon. I'm sorry if you don't understand finance, Ryan. Battleship was the original cryptocurrency, you're right. Yeah. If you're Battleship. 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 The virtual currency for fans of the 2012 (laughs) movie Battleship. Business ideas in every show. (laughs) Two years later, and they were all indicted. No, no, I'm not gonna be indicted. Look at this face. <laughs> Catching me. All right, are we doing a show? I got confused. Uh, There's I the cold open. <laughs> okay. I, thank you for being with me on that. I really feel like I didn't oversell that. Moment. I'm warm now. I'm loose. Right, I'm ready okay. to go. All right. Also, not everybody in Independence Day is in the. He was just so confident, and it was just a flyby, and I didn't even register it till like five minutes. Bill later. Pullman's like, such a Bill Pullman really about? is such a Republican in that movie, though, because he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna crash into this thing, and he's like. You go, man. Be you. I, I, go. Um, Holly, if it helps, I try to treat Spencer like Nora. And I'm just like, he said something crazy. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. Like, I'm I'm making dinner. I don't care. Your mother, 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 To the shutdown full cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. And today I am its only host, Spencer Hall, because my co host, Jason Kirk, has got some family vacation kind of stuff to do on the road. So we're rocking with uh, the three plus one today. Uh, joining me, as always, is uh, Holly Anderson. Say hello, Holly. As always, salute, salute like we're in Independence Day and we're, we're in not... the military. No, why would you go back to this? I'm going back. Uh, that is my lieutenant and uh, guest, have Ryan Nanny. Welcome aboard, Quest? sir. Have we uh, Mythic Quest? No, have you watched Mythic Quest? You need... Yeah, it's there's a lot. I have been told, happening. I have been told it would remind me too much of stressful job environments in which I have worked. I was told the same thing, and that's accurate. Cerber, have you watched it? Yes, it's phenomenal. Okay. Cerber, can you pick out who I am and who Spencer is in this scenario? 
Uh, Spencer, certainly CW. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That is correct. I am F. Murray Abraham. In so many ways. The lyrical joy of storytelling. What I'm what ah. saying is Spencer killed uh, Mozart. Third novel I due did. to his publisher in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> there is a point on Mystic Quest that's great where they're arguing with an author and uh, he's like, oh, well, you give me time to finish my book. And they're like, that was due in 1982, dude. <laughs> you are almost 40 and years he's like, late. my process, which is exactly <laughs> what you would do in this situation. <laughs> no, I wouldn't answer the email. That's, That's true. That's goddamn true. You wouldn't need to see the email in the first place. This is an awesome time for people to find out that by the time this episode's out, we will have launched a new business. That's on purpose. Right. On purpose. We'll have launched a new business. That's right. That's uh, right. Also, I just committed us to actually making the launch deadline tomorrow. Yeah. Listen, was... there are a lot of things we've said on this podcast that weren't true. May I refer you to Spencer's promise to drink like 380 beers? How are we what? doing on that? What? I didn't. I didn't establish when that was going to be done. Oh God! Once again, I would like to point out that Ryan. Oh, oh, the lawyer has problems with terrific... me asking that people read the contract. Ryan brought a great solution to the table right after the charity bowl and you just blew right past it. It was like, no, I'll be fine. Well, that's a good solution. I'm looking for a great solution. I am letting, I am letting good get in the way of great. I usually play Nintendo during this show. And the more I actually listen to the show while it's happening, the more I wonder what I'm doing here. That, you know what you're doing? Reminding everyone of the greatness of the 2012 movie Battleship. And you're going to help me explain a couple of the best things I have seen happen this week because if this happened today and I don't really know if it's something we willed into existence because sometimes on this show we do that sometimes we inadvertently conjure something up we manifest it right we summon things that are basically either straight out of our imag- collective imagination or from yours the full cast audience we are real sorry about the career arc of Brett Bielema, most of which we can blame in-house. Yes, on just making it up and it suddenly happening no matter what. Like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if he was coaching? That in the one was SEC? me. That one was me. Yeah. Sorry. That one was me. It'd be funny if he went to Illinois. Oh no. Oh. We did that too. That's nobody's fault though, because it's Illinois football and nothing matters there. The one that I want to talk about, which is actual beautiful good news, is this that NIL, which I am pronouncing correctly for the first time on this show. NIL, name, image, and likeness. In the NIL era, my favorite endorsement has happened. And that says something because there are a number of absolutely sublime endorsements. But this one for grandeur, for fit, and for sheer poetry, I'm not going to be able to beat. Because Wright's Barbecue, Northwest Arkansas's finest meats, has decided to sponsor the entire University of Arkansas offensive line, the whole offensive line is getting sponsored by Wright's Barbecue. I am beside myself with joy. It's great because they're all like, oh, honored to be sponsored by Wright's Barbecue. I bet you are 300 pound piece of majesty, you. All of them. That's, that's who's going to be pushing weight, Wright's Barbecue. So whew, my favorite prior to this, prior to this, it was uh, Big Thanos a.k.a. Dewan Jones from Ohio State, their left tackle, who is a legit 6'5", 360 pounds, decided that he was going to pair up with Puff Candles, 
including, by his own recommendation, the Mountain Berry scent. So that was my favorite prior to this, but no, by sheer weight, this has now become my favorite NIL endorsement. Well, well done, gentlemen. Do you know who the big winners of the NIL uh, rat, rapid change are, in my estimation? Hmm. College football content creators desperate for anything to talk about this time of year who now Absolutely. just have like, oh my God, dozens, hundreds of things to talk about now, to blog about, to tweet about. Yeah, imagine if we had look at if imagine if we had like a queue of look at posts, right? Yes, yes. It's just overflowing. Our our NIL cup runneth over. Um, my question on the Arkansas barbecue sponsorship. How do you think tight ends do or do not fit into it? Like if you're a blocking tight end, do you get 80%? Are you just out completely? What are you or or do you consider like a position change? If you're a tight end who's like, you know what, I'm not going to the league. And I'm not like, a, I, I mostly block anyway. Should you just at that point say like, hey, coach, I'm a guard now? I think it depends on whether you are one of those Kyle Pitts skinny, I'm a secret wide receiver tight sure. ends, yeah. right? Yeah. I think you're correct that if you're a blocking tight end, this might actually be the hinge that gets you to completely abandon your dreams of becoming the Jimmy Graham slash mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts type. If you're already quickly phasing out of that like oh, i'm not quite as fast as i thought i was sure, right. and the hands aren't quite as nice i might just go ahead go to rights and be like brother i'm putting on 25 and i'm going to rip you guys hard as yeah. i morph into the largest blocking tight end in the sec and they'll be like let's do this and it feels like you also need a competing business to now sponsor the defense the arkansas defensive line right yeah, I mean, you need you need push on push, but who's going to... Or you need, like, a fried chicken spot, right? Yeah, sure. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know, or a pizza spot. Some other... You need some kind of, like, competing food. <laughs> I was yeah, trying to think of the... A calzone establishment. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, Rutgers needs to dive in here. Rutgers needs to be, like, sponsoring the Rutgers defensive line. That'd be Stracciatella cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecakes. Yeah. The pizza... The P zone is now the R zone. What's yeah. the R? It's a breadstick. It's a breadstick. The Razone. The Razone. Oh, that kind of sounds like a rash, which, yeah, that tracks. The team comes out, the lights get real low, and it's like, you are now entering Hell's Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Defensive line waddles out. They're all like 420 each. It's like, oh, oh. That could be like, you know, they're not the most mobile defensive line, but it's very hard to jump over them. They just yeah. they just stand there like a great wall. I also I, I, I really enjoy that this thing that for almost for like over a decade, it feels like the NCAA was like, we can't do this. Think of think of the slippery slope. They did it and it's all just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Weird. now now we have shifted to the other direction where. You've seen the Miami sponsorship that came out today, I hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is it, where, with America's top team. Right. Is 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 offering, I think it's like a five or six thousand dollar endorsement deal to every player on the Miami roster, I believe. Mm-hmm. And now we've shifted from, well, players can't get this money to, well, business owners aren't going to make responsible choices. That's America, baby. Too fucking bad. <laughs> I refer you back to the 2012 blockbuster. Battleship. I am which <laughs> I am so excited for some of America's companies to have to get bailed out by the federal government because they gave too much money to like Miami's third string defensive tackle. That's awesome. Also, if you want to know how complete 
crap the opposition to NIL was or to paying players. Okay. We're going to do a little role play here, Ryan. Okay. You just okay. say, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Um, so you guys don't want us to have a salary or a payroll, right? Correct. Okay, cool. So, so I'm going to have a company pool a bunch of money Yeah. and everybody's going to get some of it. Yeah, sure. But, but they're not going to be employees. We're just giving them the money. So it's like an ice cream social with money. It, yeah, exactly. It's, That's fine. It's like, it's like a payroll, but we call it something different. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. What you're now describing is like basically like light business fraud. And that's also American as shit. <laughs> this whole system is perfect. We've replaced a great fraud, which would be not paying people for work with a lesser fraud. Yes. Of paying them, but not calling it that. Yes. And, and inadequately paying them to be fair. Right. Yes. Yes. Six grand is not enough. No. But, you know, that only precludes you from, I assume, getting a sponsorship with a competing MMA gym. You can start stacking these if you want. That's fine. Ohio State's just livid right now. They're like, what? Top team went with them? Oh, yeah, we got to get Greg Jackson MMA on this. We got to get we got to get golds. Let's get golds like Ohio State sponsored by Gold's gym. Kentucky sponsored by Jazzercise. All right. That's cool. That's fun. Where, who, what team has the has Planet Fitness, the gym where you can't actually lift big weights or make noise? Um, the quiet, quiet Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah. Quiet suffering. <laughs> Suffer quietly. Vanderbilt <clears throat> football. Yeah. That's somebody's going to do that. I love that we basically took a payroll and just rephrased it. That was it. Like we're not actually against players. We just want you to make it as fraudulent as possible. Just make it. Put as many inaccurate labels on it as you can. You know who it rules me right now? Hmm. Um, the uh, what do you call them? The 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 officers at the colleges who have to field all the NCAA compliance. Which, yes, compliance compliance officers at colleges right now. <laughs> I think they're crazy. having a blast because their answer is ah. I yes. don't know. Wes uh, West Blankenship put out a really funny video that includes like the compliance officer being fielded a question about a, a player sponsor getting a sponsorship for Delta Eight. He was like, "Well, you know, Southwest is our official." Wait, it's what now? <laughs> huh? Do what? This is like I if I were a compliance director at at us at a D one school right now, I would just go on vacation for like three months. Mm-hmm. Like, what could I possibly tell you? I need to I need to go look that up. Take your phone off the hook. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. Yeah. Out of office immediately goes up. <laughs> I will be out of the office until blank. <laughs> Don't put anything in there. I will be out of the office until yep. when? Yep. I will be out of the office. I will be out of the office. Are you now? It's hard to say. Time is a fluid thing. The best part is they get to do my favorite government official response thing now, which is you know, we really don't have an answer for you on that right now. So just, you know, why don't you just make it up? Yep. Why don't you just do something and we'll see what happens. Yep. That's it. As long as it's not outright giving people money, they can't really say anything about it. As long as it's not, you know, a direct like, hey, you're playing football for us. Here's a dollar. I can do anything I want pretty much as long as I'm not a registered booster for the program and um, nothing is in writing connecting me to the program i can do anything that's what like america top team what if they'd come through and they'd gone we want to spend 1.5 million on it that would have been what 15 grand a piece mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
they couldn't have done anything. The numbers don't matter anymore. And somebody's going to chip, somebody's going to cash out a lot harder than that. Like Miami has done this a couple of times. There was, uh, by the way, another Miami player signed with a steakhouse. This was <laughs> holding up a pair of, of tomahawk chops while wearing black Air Force Ones in what yeah. really should be the greatest college football image of the year, including anything that's going to happen on the field is him holding up these giant steaks. But this is small compared to what will be, to what will come and what will have to come. Because notice who you haven't heard with the sort of massive, uh, more interesting or larger deals. You haven't heard Ohio State. You haven't heard Alabama yet. You know, yeah, you've seen some small things like there's an Alabama player who I think also has a Milo sponsorship to go with Bo Nix because you got to, you know, got to cover all bases there. But yeah, nothing, nothing big. I wonder, I wonder if Milo's just did that first and then they caught hell for it, right? Like, I ain't drinking your tea. I'm drinking your Auburn tea. (laughs) Listen, my body is an Alabama temple. (laughs) Stay in your lemonade tent. I'll drink water if I have to. I don't oh, want whoa, to. Whoa, 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 buddy. Let's not let's not get crazy. Actually, 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 there are tweets that are basically like Alabama fans being like, I'm suspicious of them now. Mm-hmm. I can't get it. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that's like, you know, I'm gonna set it on fire. But Malachi Moore, who intercepted Bo Nix last yes, year, that's by the right. way. <laughs> <laughs> he does the same thing here, like Bo Nix, the only player with Milo C. No! Match! <laughs> Mine now. That's my tea now. Oh, He's got the Milo sponsorship. I mean, we're gonna see some. We're gonna see something larger than that deal that America's top team has, which also probably Ohio State because yeah, Miami doing the MMHM is like, oh, that's beautiful. I, I'm gonna be real honest. I don't say this because I want any of the athletes to get in trouble. I hope the America's top team thing ends up being entirely money laundering. <laughs> like I just want it. To, I want Miami could to be come, a better education. I want Miami to come right out the gates and in this new system that's supposed to be all about athletes realizing their new potential immediately be just be associated with a huge money laundering case. I, just I think do. it's when we get a cryptocurrency sponsoring an entire team. Yes. And mm-hmm. paying in that currency. Yeah. yeah. That's when we'll see something really spectacular. Yeah. And that team's going to be like uh, USC. That's and again, this is how Clay Helton's going to keep his job, right? Who? Yeah, who? That's the question. Exactly. Who approved this deal? I don't know. Mm. Who? Yeah, can't say. Clay Helton is with John Cena this whole time. Clay Helton's also frequently had to apologize to China. And China's like Shay, Shay, Tasha Shay. Watch it. Watch it. Um, yeah, that is, I, I am overjoyed that all of this is happening and happening as fast and as chaotically as it has. I am also waiting on the first on-field advertisement for a product. Right? Oh, for some... yes. Where, where you lift up the Jersey and show the shirt underneath or some shit like that. Yeah. The first like golden palace, tattoo golden palace moment. stomach tat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same, except for Milo's like, yes. Malachi Moore pulls it up and she's got Milo's tatted on his stomach. Man, I hope that leads to something. <laughs> Like, I, I'm excited for like Tennessee scores a touchdown and like a player pulls out a sword and it's like China Knife Bazaar sponsor. Oh me. my God, yes. Oh boy, 
that is not okay. But on the other hand, it's awesome. Okay, now I'm excited. <laughs> China Just, Knife Bazaar, sponsor every volunteer you can. Do you know how much money they already spend on throwing stars? That's right. We, that <laughs> I think I think more so than any coach hire, any win, whatever. If if Tennessee came out and we're like, yep, every every player on the roster is sponsored by China Knife Bazaar. Like that immediately changes the public tenor of Tennessee football. Not inside Tennessee because we know, no. but outside Tennessee, yes, for sure. Like yes, you, Virginia Tech or uh, hell, I, I don't know. Like Wisconsin a, might be in the competition whenever you think of which teams, uh, which team has the most like hunting rifles per capita. Yeah. But no, when it comes to like, bringing throwing stars to the club shit i feel like tennessee has always had this edge if, if and i would could, love to see that played out in the marketplace yes if we could just immediately market tennessee football as tennessee football the team with knives like that's it game over it doesn't matter how long they've lost to bama it doesn't matter how long since they've won the east they're the team with knives now i can't feel my face and that's because i have severed a nerve with this Tennessee football. <laughs> you want to see how I got these scars? <laughs> and have the offensive line sponsored by the Pancake Pantry. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's a real insult to Vanderbilt. <laughs> That's but that will happen. Like, because Nashville is Nashville, you will get Nashville businesses that are like, we're proud to sponsor our, our local UT football player. Vanity's going to be like, God damn it. I, if there's a pancake pantry in, in uh, Gallagher, there's, there? there's one in Birmingham too. I know, isn't there? Oh, yeah, I have never been. So. I thought the first one was in Birmingham. Are we stealing UAB Valor? UAB sponsored by UT, sponsored by Pancake Pantry. Oh, fair enough. This is what I'm waiting on. Uh, that not, like, what team's going to be the one that just is sponsored by guns? Like West Virginia. West, <laughs> West Virginia sponsored by guns. Guns. Sponsored by unregistered guns. Oh, I guess that would mm, that might be SMU. Reclaimed guns. West Virginia sponsor. Do you have a blunderbuss that needs repolishing? Do you have a musket? The best part is now you're gonna get a player who like sues a ref because the ref throws a flag on him for showing off his his brand during a game. And you're gonna be like, no, you are restraining my commercial rights, sir. How oh, I can't you? wait for this. It's going to be good. Oh, now let's do it. Um, I This points us towards the next. And the next in the calendar is, unfortunately, what we all got notices in our inboxes and that I actually did see. <sighs> Big new Saturday, Minnesota? Yeah, that's it. That's that was I would, totally I, it. I would like to take a brief point here and, and note that this this show doc, which Spencer put together very helpfully, which leads off with all about commerce, in no way, shape, or form does it have the ad reads that we're supposed it does. to do. They're just it does. They're further they're further down here. Where? You see they're under the South, acorns under one South is Carolina. there. I do not see the home field. You might as well slide on the home field here too. It's right under there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to tell because the bottom two thirds of this document are all in bold for some reason. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. They are here. I apologize. Spencer, you did good. And I fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Again, the bottom two thirds of this document are all in bold for no reason. Sorry. Facts are facts. And I, they're all in bold because they're all bold takes. That's why. Eh. And that's, and that's what typography is for. Okay. Emphasizing. Enthusiasm. I'm sorry. 
you were talking about an email you all received. I will note that I think I the didn't reason so many people ask if we're married is because they don't understand why I would hang out with you if I weren't legally bound. So we all got the email <laughs> this week for SEC Media Days coming up. I didn't. That you did? How did you escape I've, their net? Because I've never been. Okay, we gotta go. We nope, gotta go just once. Come on. We, we ought to. Not this year. We're definitely not doing it this year. But uh, maybe next year. Enough. We'll see. You don't want to go. You don't want to go and have the overcoming narratives. Everybody's overcoming something this year. Um, it's not like so- can breathe on you. He'll just hit your belly button. Your belly button will be so. So warm. sell me on. So moist, so steamy. Um, sell me on the appeal of media days before you tell it all tear it all down oh there's not one you just get to get out of the house okay i, I get to be on the clock the entire time i'm in hoover alabama that's the oh okay that does help Shit. server what that's do you what do you guys server. do there are you camped out at radio row or are you yeah. like helping different coaches shows yeah no we're camped out on radio row and we'll interview every coach and whatever players they bring. You got any questions? I can get them in to Saban. Server, do you feel like you have a good Actually, sense? we do, but I'll let Spencer get to that. It's, and it's, it's not my question. It's a question that that somebody had for him, had set up, and he never – it was something he never paid off, which um, I will jump straight to that because I want to get this in everyone's heads before we get any deeper into this, and it's this. Chris Vernon, about eight years ago on Radio Row – had an accordion and had it waiting for Nick Saban because Nick Saban had said in the interview the year prior that Nick Saban had taken accordion lessons as a child. So remembering that Chris Vernon brought an accordion. A genius and a treasure. A genius and a treasure, Memphis's finest, um, did bring an accordion and had it ready and waiting. And Saban was too busy to stop, even though I'm pretty sure I saw Saban just like blow right by him to go to another talk radio thing to which... I really want established as fact Nick Saban telling his like PR flack. No, I'm not playing that fucking accordion. I'm not going near that. I'm not going to do that. So what I want is for somebody to pick up the gauntlet. Like if if Verno doesn't do this himself, I think everybody should at least try to get Nick Saban to play an accordion. Leave no safe harbor. An accordion at every table for every at the po- that can you put might. it at the podium. What if you put him in his shoe lift so it's like when he walks? Or we could play this. What if if everybody in, okay, he gets up there, he's looking out at the ballroom. There's still going to be 700 pasty reporters staring back at him under the slightly greenish, sickening fluorescent rights. And all of a sudden, they all pull accordions out from under their seats and they just sit there on the on the on the tables in front of them but it's totally unacknowledged for and the Nick entirety Sa- and, of the interview and nick saban just mumbles oh my god the dream is real <laughs> except this time i'm not naked oh my god i am na- no um, oh my god what's the other one that's not an accordion but like a you, concertina a concertina do you think he can do that as well they're entirely different instruments oh, right? okay, <laughs> okay. They're entirely different instruments. What if I show up with an auto harp and demand a duet? Wow. I mean, he'd have to. Yeah, pretty much. As I'm not going to, so quit asking. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me to choose between the concertina and the accordion. I'm going to say that kind of conflict killed my mother. 
I'm going to see if I can find a good Alabama accordion on. No, I can't on eBay. Fuck eBay. Wait a fucking. Are you trying to tell me there is not a houndstooth pattern accordion for sale? I'm looking. I'm not finding one, which is just like, like for some reason. No, I don't want a beach or a camping chair. See, I know Alabama uh... spent all of this money turning the stadium into a flashier, more club type atmosphere when they could have just bought 10,000 accordions and (laughs) just like randomly honk on them whenever Alabama did anything. It would make Vuvuzela's sound melodic. Mm -hmm. It would sound like it would be the worst noise you've ever heard in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, Dixieland Delight. Just throw like a hundred bagpipes in there. If I'll want... say it, I could sit through wagon wheel under these circumstances. <laughs> Everybody on three. <laughs> then you know, Mom, you know, Mark. you know, Auburn's gonna be like, oh, we're not gonna let that stop us, and they'll get bagpipes. That shit. It's what Pat Dad would have wanted. <laughs> Strangely, it wasn't as well. Yeah, <laughs> I take my entire net worth, convert it to bagpipes, and I give it to the student body at Auburn to play during football Fuck, games. That is, I am going to put that in my will. It's only going to cons- get like five bagpipes, but still. I want you to consider we're making jokes about this, and Mississippi State no, has we're been not. doing this for years. That's true. They've been mm-hmm. doing this with cowbells for years. Like, wouldn't that be the worst noise if like 20,000 people had cowbells? Mississippi State. How about that? I'm trying to think of the least practical instrument, and I think it's a harp. Like, if you were like, all right, everybody, bring your harp Crack to the stadium. <laughs> bring your harp to fire up to fire up the team on third down and just the quiet tinklings. <laughs> also, those things would tip over like dominoes when somebody got up for nachos, yes. right? Like, yes. Oh! Yes. <laughs> yes. And that old miss, they'd hollow out the harp and fill it full of, like, gin or whatever. <laughs> Are you kidding me? In Arkansas, they'd fire oh, arrows man, with a them. Gin like harp. a huge bow. Gin <laughs> harp. Yep. That's our idea, by the way. That's yeah, that's copyright. TM, 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 TM. The yep. arrow firing old Miss Gin Harp. <laughs> Available only at Cabela's and Select be like, Bucky's. Be like, I feel this is offensive, but it's less offensive than the team name, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, old Miss, chaos offensive. <laughs> Ask us because we've tried it and no. Um, how else can we sell you on SEC Media Days? Um, it's there is kind of once you've been there for a couple of years and know a lot of people there is kind of like that first day back at school feeling where like you can you can see all of your buddies in their freshest polo shirts and flat front khakis and also uh, when they both worked there you can play my and Stephen Godfrey's favorite annual game of tracking which coaches are going to be completely out of control in their locker rooms by October based on who has done the best job over the summer of keeping up their hair dye. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's yeah. like Spurrier and miles, especially when they were in the league always used to come in with these like glossy chestnut manes. And, you know, he he's out of this league and out of another one at this point, but I have, I have a favorite question that stumps absolutely everyone that it has ever encountered uh, and Cerber, I think I'll put it to you for the first time. What color is Les Miles's hair? (laughs) 
Right. Now, here, go look at a picture and uh, and tell me again what color is Les Miles's hair. Can you name that? I'd never really considered, but visuals do provide absolutely no assistance. No, they do oh, not. That's, that's cat. <laughs> Are you saying there's a cat in the hat? Damn it. <sighs> I mean, he ain't blonde. We know that. Which I guess means he's not qualified to work at LSU. That part is true. Mm. That's, yeah. A number of levels. Actually, yeah. Anyway, um, selling you on sec media days uh okay no that was really pretty much it yeah i i have this it was it was a chance after the monotony of summer to uh listen to coaches not answer your questions in person instead of not answering your questions over the phone the running of the bulls uh which is what i call the rush toward chick-fil-a when it opens after the eight o'clock session usually opens at nine o'clock do you remember the year that 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 chick-fil-a ran out of chicken Mm -hmm. on like day two and it was it went to fucking Lord of the Flies in that ballroom. Do you remember? Do you remember when uh, oil and gas people paid for a seafood buffet after they had blown up an oil derrick in the middle of the Gulf and spoiled Alabama's beaches? So it's I do in some kind of brilliant PR move. They decided to get an entire fresh seafood buffet for the the men and women of the SEC press corps. Yeah, that was. They, they gave us fr- fresh shrimp. You're like, who paid for this? On the, one hand, on the one hand, we're destroying the planet that we live on. On the other, free shrimp. Fresh shrimp. Mm. Come on. Paid for by your oil and gas suppliers. Yeah, they, they did that for us for some Crap, reason one year. Grandpa, why, why is the ocean a flame? Because I love shrimp. That's why. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't it even know how good shrimp tastes because it went extinct before you were born. It was worth it. It was worth it. Um, what's another thing I do enjoy the occasional, um, I, I enjoy grown men rating it like a concert festival. Like, yeah, you know, like, uh, let's see Clark Lee's up. Yeah. You can skip that. That's a pre-show. Like, you know, just, I heard invi- just, Spencer, just invite Godfrey on the show. Quit, quit shit talking him like this. Yeah. Um, does Godfrey seriously shit talk? This Clark is Lee? Oh, wait, actually what? N- no, but this, Oh, I thought you were subtweeting Godfrey and now I've accidentally subtweeted Godfrey. Wow, we both we did it. Um, this is also okay. I can say one nice thing about Media Days. Sincerely, where we met for the first time, one young Richard Johnson. We did. We did. we met Babyface Richard who, Johnson there. God help him. We're not hard to miss in the ballroom uh, when it's me, Spencer, Jason, and Godfrey in a row. Uh, especially when Spencer is wearing a plaid suit. He was so like poised and adult, and we left, and we were like, "Oh man, that dude is more together than we are." it's still true like that really i remember years later i remember telling him how much he stood out because uh he was a college student and a blogger who did not sound like a moron which put him way ahead of all of us Mm. and that's why he's not on this show i did actually yeah he's on the good show i did actually get to see something at sec media days that was worth it involving a coach which was him was steve spurrier uh making fun of a columnist golf game to his face that was beautiful. Hey, hey, Bianchi. He was, it was Mike Bianchi. He was like a long time <laughs> Orlando Sentinel columnist. And he goes, hey, Bianchi, did you play that place? That's real nice. Yeah, they got, you know, a couple of lakes there. It was good. What'd you shoot? Like, like 90? Shoot like 92 on that? No, coach, I got like an 82. 82, I need to see the card. <laughs> you bring that up here. Okay, it's good talking with you, Bianchi. Work on that swing. What'd you shoot, 90? 92? 
that what you got on there on nine? Yeah, just absolutely destroying this man's golf game. So sometimes you get that with SEC media mm-hmm. days. And then um, maybe once in a blue moon, somebody's actually served a subpoena because I was there when that happened too. <laughs> I missed that year and I was so mad. So can I, coach. can I ask the indelicate question? Uh, what's stopping you? This is fair. Um, media days are just a convention, right? All industries have them, doctors, lawyers, whoever. Like everybody has a convention and people go to it for various reasons. Sometimes you're going because you got to buy something for your company. Sometimes you're selling, whatever. But one of the reasons people go to these professional conventions is to fuck. And like, what is the sexual activity level of SEC media days? Like, are there right, people I'm gonna who power, are there to I'm going to power past, I'm going to power past my gorge um, and say that, A, I really hope is still not listening to this show. Um. Sorry, but we're gonna have to do some bleeps. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you'll have to bleep that. But uh, you think Learfield has lawyers? Did you know? Did you know I found out that? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. If I were so, constantly pointing out how many times four, your dad had tried to put his tongue down my throat and my friends' throats. Four fifty-six server. Four fifty-six to four fifty-eight. Is what you're... That's not time code. That's just time. Yeah, yeah that's I've, got time time okay. I've got the exact okay. time code here. I've got the exact time code. But wait. I appreciate. I appreciate Spencer, the reference. Spencer, do you think Server is a time traveler? He better be. <laughs> I am the doctor. <laughs> All right. So, so I re- I renew okay, my question. Anyway, I'm gonna power past my gorge yeah. and and going to say. I think that's become more difficult in recent years, not just because of advent of high definition video and audio recording devices that are getting smaller and smaller and more obtrusive but because of what they've done from the winter to the winfrey which is the hotel where this takes place now this may startle some of you who have these magnolia draped and bunting bedecked visions of the south hoover alabama is not an inherently sensual location (laughs) there's a reason it is home to so much college baseball right Right. There is a reason it is home to this enormous mall that honestly gives more sense. The Galleria gives more sense of being abandoned while simultaneously being crowded than maybe any other place I've ever been. But the Winfrey, at the very least, used to be decorated like, um, kind of like granny's house right there was like floral wallpaper Mm -hmm. there were brass chandelier bulbs in in like sconces in the bathroom and you could pretend that you were maybe someplace a little bit quaint like your home for the holidays and you found your high school crush at the applebee's and you you know you you brought him back for a little sneaky squeaky but they redid The Ryan, you brought this up. I know. I just, that's that's not a phrase. You I've dug ever heard. this hole, and I'm right. filling it. You are literally filling it. Yeah. With, <laughs> um, but they redid it, and I have to say, the remodeling is kind of stark. It's mm. all fluorescent lighting. Oh, it's all yeah. fluorescent lighting everywhere in the building, which honestly just makes you feel sick after a couple of days, especially now that this fucking thing is four days long. Right. Um, and. I don't feel like it's an like it's an excellent spot for a rendezvous, but also 
I don't have a suitcase full of dry fit polos uh, and a... Not yet. Not yet. Christmas will come. Uh, you know what I'd prefer, honestly, to a suitcase full of dry fit polos What's and that? a story for each one? Uh, just two or three or ten more of the snuggliest vintage shirts I can buy. Yes. Field apparel. Wow. That was Holly. That was Holly throwing it off the glass to herself for the dunk. Mm -hmm. Beautifully yeah. done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, who would like to talk about home field apparel and their many fine schools, including Texas A&M, which I'm told is in the SEC now? Um, let's see. We just did Wisconsin Big News Saturday, which really some really excellent choices there. Ski you, like, Ma. Let's go. One of their one of their best um, best releases. Yes, we have Minnesota coming up this week, which I have not seen. Uh I have not seen what that'll look like, but I'm sure it'll be very good as well. Um, mm -hmm. Continue to see more people uh, like throwing out the like, I want to get a tattoo if the brand sells a bunch of t-shirts, which sure, that's a choice. Um, but yeah, they remain the kings, the powerhouses, the absolute best in the business when it comes to collegiate t-shirts, sweatshirts, the occasional sweatpant, tank tops, um, lots of good options always coming out with new stuff and i think we've still got like what another 10 or so weeks of big new saturdays to come and we listen full disclosure we have all seen the full list we are not allowed to tell you the full list no there are some very good schools on here some, and some very good designs there's some schools. monsters up there's some monsters up ryan ahead. sent one to me that i hadn't seen yet when i was off camping a couple weeks ago uh, that involves a program very near and dear to my heart. I will not reveal the school nor the sport. And I just about drove off the road. <laughs> like I fully anticipate at some point I will rip the band. I'm waiting for some of these schools to come out so that I can just sit down and rip the bandaid off and spend like $500 on, on sweatshirts mm -hmm. because I'm insane. But if you're insane like me and you would like to reduce that $500 down to $400, you can use offer code FULLCAST, get 20% off your first order of way too many sweatshirts, which is to say not enough sweatshirts at the same time. Yeah, and, and, and that's what it's all, like. At this point, if you are still on the fence, be patient. Your school is probably coming or a school that you would like to rep on the side. Like the brand only, they only, they only, they only make hits. They only score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Could not agree more. Yeah. And I can't like there are a couple ahead that I am legit going to smoke a credit card to. Like, but apparently nobody will ever touch Notre Dame for sales, which like I get it. It's cold up there. It is that so I will yeah. say I would like at one point, Connor, you you may hear about this at some point, or hey, somebody just tweet it, Connor. Um mm. I would like a some sort of math done to reflect big new Saturday's uh, sales relative to average temperature in winter, because by that metric, mm -hmm. LSU is fucking killing it. Absolutely fucking killing it. And I think it's unfair that Notre Dame gets a boost just because it's miserable. It's, it's gray misery up there for like four months a year. Mm. Yeah. Also LSU will sometimes just wear the sweatshirt because it looks good. They're like, be damned. It's only 88. It's not hot. Go Tigers. You're about you're visibly suffering heat stroke. No, 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 no. That's just the fever getting. No, I'm not suffering. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. That's just the spice. That's that's. It's not heat stroke. <laughs> it's, 
It's environmental spice. That's what I'm it be- is. I'm becoming a roux. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the living embodiment of cayenne. The first step <laughs> of the first step of any worthwhile process. I, I'm living a three pepper lifestyle, a two pepper body. Let's go. I'm sorry. What's that pocket called on the front of a hoodie again? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's a kangaroo pocket, guys. Oh. oh. Whatever. Let's go back to the show. Right. Um, I did have one other thing. I don't know why anybody really does media days anymore. Like you should just do it on Twitch. And I have evidence for that, which is that um, if you can do anything on Twitch, you can try a media day. And my proof of this is that somebody tried to perform Hamlet in GTA five. Somebody just tried to do all of Hamlet in GTA five by (laughs) themselves. No, they, they had, they had people playing the parts. When you say tried, well, the thing with GTA five is that it's an open world game with a very violent dynamic and a lot of very powerful weapons like Hamlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there are deaths in Hamlet, but they were like characters died many times because in trying to get through the lines, people would shoot them with rocket launchers. <laughs> throw grenades at them shoot them set them on fire i didn't know he was behind the curtain it's not my fault (laughs) i set him on fire (laughs) for what what i can from what i can see performing it by the way in a public lobby being like hey we're gonna try hamlet in a public Mm -hmm, lobby at mm -hmm. gta 5 the phrase hamlet dies the stage direction should appear like 90 times in the first two pages it was like to be or not to I would it like Hamlet better if it was by staged. a cartoon horse. I would like Hamlet better if it if it were staged, and every time a character died, it said wasted. <laughs> did they wait? Did they also do the play within a play within GTA? Oh my God! Now we have to have to now we have to do like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern inside the mall wow. inside GTA. Wow. That's great. Rosencrantz um, and Guildenstern are going to die repeatedly. So part of the reason that I asked about the fuck scene at SEC Media Days. God damn it. Is because. So you know look, goes to this thing, right? Stop saying that. So many bleeps are going to be in this episode. It's, it's like 80. It's like 80 percent dudes, too. Which yeah. just. Oh, no, that's low. Lots that's of low. Hey, lots mm-hmm. of failed fuck scenes are. That's. It, <laughs> I ask this because I know almost nothing about the media days environment. Imagine so like, imagine just like a, a, a parade of, of guys just offering to lay you down on a pillow and go, baby, talk about your needs. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep while you do. Um, <laughs> just like, you know, like, you know, you getting one leg up over your shoulder and be like, coach AL.com. <laughs> that's, that's I'm sorry to AL.com who does not deserve this. Um, Oh, wait, more like jimmashit.com. Ah! Ryan started this. <laughs> Don't touch me. The reason I ask is because the only, I only know a few things about Media Days. I know the Apparently, American. Apparently, yeah, okay. Well, ho- hold on. The American used to do it up in Rhode Island or something. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, had, they had a like, literal clam bake, which I never got. Bake. Well, that's, a, I mean, an actual clam bake, not yes. like a fuck scene. That's yep. romantic, though. But there is one that I am confident is a fuck scene, and it's Big 12 Media Days, and here if is why. If any of them are a fuck scene, it's ACC. Okay, well, let me make my case, and then you can make yours. Okay. I'm very, I, I'm into this ranking, clearly. Big 12 Media Days, I only know two things about, and I know them from Stephen Godfrey. One, it's in Dallas, which, A, doesn't give it that much fuck scene status. But two, I think it is held either at the same time or right before or after 
the National Mary Kay convention in the same oh, hotel. Shit. Oh, and wow. that to me screams fuck scene. Never mind. This is completely different. Yeah. Like I've never been to I the Big 12 is one of the major ones that I've never been to. Like, like that to me says, oh, these two groups planned this because the 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 key constituencies in both were like, yes, I'm down for a midsummer Dallas fuck scene. Um mm-hmm. At one point, both Dana Holgerson and Cliff Kingsbury were coaching in the yes! Big 12. Thank yes. you for mentioning, like, th- thank you for bringing somebody, something for all of us to that particular table. <laughs> Life's rich pageant. And we're, and we're both, and we're both single. Yeah. And we're within striking distance. Let's of be Mary. clear. I don't think the Let's fact be that clear. they were single was the key to determining uh-huh. character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I quote I quote Dana Holgerson on the record in a profile mm-hmm. when I'm married I'm not happy <laughs> that's a Dana Holgerson quote Jesus. thank you Dr. Ian Malcolm <laughs> hey must go faster Dana <laughs> all right so, I mean right. on the field um all right so i'm not i I, okay you know what and this this actually brings me that horror trudging through that horror brings me up one more nice thing to say about sec media days which is that gender wise it remains such a and of course this is like an overwhelmingly heteronormative space uh but gender wise it is so skewed that it does prevent big swaths of the sec media core from fucking one another and uh i could speak for myself when i say that uh that that's probably for the best also the best because i've seen how i i've seen uh, i've seen how some of these dudes look on day four the wind you've seen how some look on day one shit Mm, the winfrey does take a toll on you it's the lights man the lights used to be so much more flattering yeah they kill you LED has got to be like some kind of birth control. Um, I wanted to see if we could go ahead and spoil the fun. Goddamn, sp- servers this is going to be a deep edit. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but Ryan did start it. Yeah, that's my fault. I, I just this want- is though. This is a great contrast from some other beats that I've worked, which is that you don't have to automatically assume that 30% of the people around you are fucking like at least 35% of the other people around you. Which is a nice break from like election coverage. Man, you're, okay. Listen, election. there, I've said my nice thing. <sighs> um, so I wanted to see if we could have some fun by just writing the storylines ahead of time so we don't have to go. Yeah, we're 50 minutes, 70 minutes into the show. Let's roll. <laughs> yeah. We had to get here. There's only one way to get here, and that's through it. So, uh, which I wanted to go ahead and suggest that with Miss State, what we were going to do is we were going to take the only news from Mississippi State. Wait, explain what we're doing again. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and write the storylines for SEC Media Days that they're going to write anyway. Okay. And just, you know, because you could go and you could watch it all, but I can tell you what they're going to say. Y'all, has Alabama lost a step? I mean, they have a lot of parts to replace, don't they? <laughs> Especially in the secondary. That's my that's my thing. Now that's I haven't cracked that PFF magazine, by the way. I'm going in totally cold. That's Nick so. Saban's specialty. That's what you also need mm-hmm. to say. If you're like, you know, he was a DB, so he's going to focus a lot on that. I think as long as he's there, they're going to be all right. You know, how will Alabama replace all of that talent they lost? 
answer probably with all of the four and five star talent they mm-hmm. have on the bench a- answer with a high four star at worst yeah <laughs> with somebody with, with mac jones who will still get drafted in the first round after only starting for one year that's that's what will happen with mac jones um so yeah this is for mississippi state i figure we would just ask mike leach you know hey what'd you think about the baseball team <laughs> That's and and also ask if he's planning on if he enjoyed coaching that team because I want to go ahead and just get Mike confused instantly by assuming that he coached the baseball team uh, and keep asking them uh, does he plan on winning a football title this year because that's pretty much what Mississippi State's press has got to move straight to right like the Mississippi State press that follow have got to be like hey Mike man that was great with the baseball team now that we're winning everything are you planning on winning this year because you know it's possible I am now I am now imagining the series of events that has to transpire for us to get a repeat of Mississippi state Vanderbilt in the college football national championship game. I am really glad you brought this up because uh, a reader told us last fall, a, uh, a story from her husband who worked at Mississippi state and said that Dan Mullen had a habit of trying to get into local not high or not college but local like high school travel baseball games for free uh and he would start with the you know who i am bit then left the wallet in the car then my wife is coming she'll pay and her husband apparently had to ask them to leave multiple times so anyway that's that's a good let's let's ask leach if he's uh if he's enjoying the baseball freight and then when mullen gets up ask him if he you know when's the last time he paid for a ticket to a baseball game we should ask dan mullen about savings in general Mm. like if he's that cheap we should just ask him like hey coach yeah where the savings at i personally am not able to get most of my money uh by being paid not to work there although i strive at every job i have to make them pay me to go away yeah dan mullen's got got mad coupons right yeah he's a coupon guy okay 100 right Cause I think like in his head, he's, you know, he's going to be the GA forever. So that's oh. why he's cheap. I bet right? if you, I bet if you were just like Dan Mullen, talk about Aldi, he'd talk for half an hour. He'd just like go on and on. So do they really make you bring your own bags? Do they make you pay like a nickel for a cart? They do. They do. But they pass those savings on to you. <laughs> you know, all that stuff at Trader Joe's Trader Joe's scam. Like I bet he's one of those guys. <laughs> like believes in a bunch of scams says things like so paying for airline tickets and showing up on time scam scam <laughs> you know ro- roofers frankly scam <laughs> just go up there and do it yourself it may not look pretty but you don't live on the roof do you you live under it you know legally costco can't make you have a membership to eat at the restaurant <laughs> you can get a costco hot dog without a membership card they have right. to let you do that is Wait, that, really? Is that true? I don't know, but it sounds like something Dan Mullen was <laughs> Well, now I'm wondering. I bet he's tried it. It's discrimination. Yeah. yeah. There's no such thing as Costco law. <laughs> We're all Americans. Give it like six years. There will be Costco. No, law. no. Costco's like, no, there is Costco law. Costco actually. law. <laughs> the Costcops. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to have to write you a ticket. For a reasonable price, actually, with membership. Non-member executed. <laughs> yeah. Present your card. Present your card. Robo- 
from the Costco Robocop is now what I'm looking forward to. We have excellent salmon. What, buy what eight. Do you, think? you have to buy 10 pounds of it. Extremely reasonable prices on coffins. Here is the largest tiramisu you've ever seen. <laughs> Helping it out. I don't know, man. <laughs> Robocop would make great tiramisu. I don't know why this is true. It just is. Also, by the way, it, also this is all leading. This is all setting Dan Mullen up. By the way, to ask if that he is so cheap and enjoys saving so much, why does he continue to spend money on Todd Grantham? Mm. Maybe Todd Grantham's like Battleship, and it's actually better to spend more money on him than to get rid of him. What you could get those same results for way less than a million dollars. Just get one of your GAs and be like, I don't ever want you to do anything but blitz on third down. Just blitz like crazy and not fight at midfield. Yeah, and not look. That's that's way cheaper than a mill. Dan, savings. Do you hear me? If you're within the sound of my voice, savings. God, think about how much Aldi that that buys you, Dan. Yeah, come on. Fuck. <laughs> Do you think he's one of those coaches whose salary he doesn't spend? Right, like he just spends the oh, money off of yes. the orange juice ads. Yes, <laughs> and he just no, he just just product. He's like, all I've had is orange juice for eight years. Which like which coach is wildly profligate and in money trouble? We have no idea. Is it like Kirby? Like I can't stop betting on Australian toad racing. <laughs> like, I mean, it's Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> I need seventy million dollars now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even. I don't even feel bad about saying that it's Jimbo because it's definitely Jim, Jimbo. Will be the coach. You're like he. He ended up broke. How the fuck did he do that? He Brewster's millions himself. Roblox, Roblox. He just spent Sorry. all his money on Roblox. Oh, these in-game purchases—they'll get you. <laughs> Jimbo spends like thirteen million dollars a year on loot. I'm a loot box addict. <laughs> My tragic loot box addiction. That Lake Crusade got like fifty <laughs> of them. Some bitches in the garage. Never pay full price for Lake Crusade. I only pay full price, <laughs> and I tip. I tip at the Lake Crusade outlet. Just tipping the pots. Here you go. <laughs> You're not even alive, and I'm giving you money. Here's $100, sport. <laughs> a little dot of paint just makes you a three-star. You just got to be coached up. <laughs> just Jimbo Fisher gifting Twitch subs to like a million people at a time. I can't stop watching Pootie Pie. <laughs> uh, speaking, of, speaking of things I want to hear at Coach Day, you have uh, on here for Georgia – What's Kirby think of the new electric F-150? And I just want somebody who is going to SEC Media Days to get a recording and server, this might be you, of Kirby Smart saying the following, Frunk. I just want to hear him say Frunk. 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 God, do you know how mad do you know how mad Will Muschamp would get if you actually asked him to do that? Why are you asking me to say something? What's a what's front? A front? What's a front? That sounds that sounds dirty. I'm is this Star Wars? That. Is this that Star Trek shit again? This, yeah, nerds. Absolutely. This sounds like a nerd word. I'm not gonna front say it. Be with you. I'm not saying that. I just said it. Fuck. <laughs> front God. <laughs> I just cursed twice. This is a family program. Look what you made me do. Compromise my morals with this word frunk. That's what you've done. Will Muschamp would be so mesmerized by a frunk. Cars powered by ghosts? You kidding me? I want Will Muschamp to be played by Danny McBride in a movie so bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's this invisible engine? That's crazy. <laughs> it doesn't run on gas? Huh? 
runs on the sun? That is put a sun in a car. That's a plant. I know what a plant is. This is a car. <laughs> Tell me to drive a plant, nerd. I know what chlorophyll is. Fuck you. Just what must you know? Does he know what Server, another question for SEC Media Days. Thank you. I'm Will Buschamp, and I am an attentive gardener. <laughs> I love One these might, plants because they don't ask me questions. One might call you constant, Will. God, Is that a nerd reference? Damn it. I don't watch nerd movies. Uh, except for The Fifth Element. That movie's and awesome. And Iron Eagle. That's uh, a I'm nerd sorry. movie. Will... Will Muschamp has never seen the fifth element. You know how I know? How? Multipass? F- Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to hear what Kirby has to say about a frunk. Yeah, just want to hear him say frunk. That's it. I just want to hear. I just want to hear his visceral discomfort, like at, at a genetic Fuck. level with the mm-hmm. idea of an electric pickup truck. With like the sound of something that he's heard at the dermatologist before, but actively chose not to absorb. Correct. Jim, Jimbo's going to be like, I bought eight of them. <laughs> you want one? I got I one out back. I convert them all to diesel too, because fuck you. <laughs> oh man, Jimbo oil. just like selling Brookstone contents out of his frunk. Because he's hey, rich. Man, you want a massage chair? Just give these away. I bought the Fortnite edition. <laughs> it costs $8.3 million, but I can afford it. It's it worth it. So worth it. Um, I wanted to ask what Shane Beamer is going to do with his salary. Just cut to the chase because, like, he's a South Carolina coach. He's doomed. Yeah. Right? He's not yeah. Steve Spur. You have a sentence in here that doesn't make any sense in the, in, from a South Carolina perspective. It's It says... It means you get to buy a nice boat and you make it sound like that's a bad thing. But in South Carolina, that's like Valhalla, right? Mm. That's what no, that's what I'm saying. I oh, think okay. that's, yeah, there's like only one reason to take that job. Because <laughs> like, my because my thinking was that Shane Beamer, I'm sure he actually does say, well, I have a great opportunity at this job. At no point is Shane Beamer as a logical, sane human being thinking I'm going to win. Listen, if he says this is a great opportunity at this job. That can be true. It's just that the opportunity is to own a nice boat. Like he's not lying. Oh, I see. We're just not yeah. Ask, yeah, we're just not asking the right follow-up questions. So, like <laughs> after, after a game, don't ask Shane, don't ask Shane Beamer, like, hey, you just lost to Kentucky by 20. Like, what went wrong out there? Be like, how's the boat? And he'll have all kinds of great yeah, things to say about we, the boat. We know perfectly well what went wrong out there. We watched the game. But but what, what did you come know, here to look at? What we don't know is what how I the don't boat know. Is. Yeah, what I don't know is you know is has he thought about dry docking? Where is he gonna you know has winterizing been a yes. concern? Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know it's a it's a completely different humidity class that you're working with uh, down here in the in the South Carolina. What's area. his what's his trailer setup? How comfortable mm-hmm. is he backing the trailer into the water? Mm-hmm. Has he, you know, have there been any auxiliary personal watercraft added to the boat in the offseason? Mm-hmm. Is he now working with some sort of armada? What's your entertainment situation on that going? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have the flat screens? Are they waterproofed? Are you going with the uh, the Bose stereo? Are you going with, uh, you know, a little bit of HK? That's, you got options, is what I'm saying, Shane. We joke, but like, this was Mark Zuckerberg's entire 4th of July message was fuck yeah, boat. That was, <laughs> listen. <laughs> 
he finally came down to the level of his users, which is yes. what is one's greatest hope that I could be on a boat with an American flag. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, that is also, I want to ask him too, like, you know, when God, says, I, ho- like, I hope Mark Zuckerberg's boat is called Faceboat. I hope it's called Faceboat. <laughs> I mean, so if, much. It's, if it's not, why fucking bother having right? one? Right? Like, what is the point? Oh, and I hope it's in the font and it just says Faceboat on the side mm-hmm. of it. No, no, no. The Faceboat. The Faceboat. Because <laughs> this is the first one I bought. Energy. This is my first boat. That's why it's the Faceboat. And I still oh, only let I still only let people from Harvard on it though. <laughs> Come and ride the faceboat. Sounds so dirty. You went to Virginia. Get the fuck off the faceboat. What do you think sitting on Mark Zuckerberg's face would even feel like? Oh, <laughs> he doesn't have any features. I'm downvoting that. It would just be like a, it would just be like riding a bike. That's a right? dislike. I think. Have you seen the Will Smith, uh, the Will Smith movie with the robots, the AI type movie, whatever? I robot. I robot. I think it would be like sitting on the face of one of the robots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what? No. I provided the horrifying. You made it God. worse. God. Hey, if, I won't get to bad, but I'll make it worse once we get there. Okay. Mm. Hey, you know how you could, you could maybe one day get as rich as Mark Zuckerberg? I, I mean, don't. Speaking of investments, that'd be acorns.com, baby. Boom! Woo! That's right, acorns.com. The tool that helps everyday investors get a little bit more out of their dollar. Uh, I myself am an acorns.com user. Just download the app or go to acorns.com and uh, you can sign slash, up for slash fullcast. Slash, slash fullcast. That is correct. Uh, and you can go ahead and start investing, putting away either little roundups throughout the day that go from daily purchases and directly to your own private little investment account. I'm on the family plan, uh, which it gives me the opportunity to invest, got a little money put to the side, uh, got an early account for the kids, which to give you the update, uh, the endless embezzlement of my younger son continues unabated. Uh, he embezzled 34 cents this week. Yes. So that he is now 34 cents ahead of his older brother. So uh, good luck, young man, to them both. He's going to get a boat first. You watch. um, You can get a Spend Smarter account, which comes with the heaviest damn metal debit card I have ever seen in my life. If I am in trouble in a street fight, I am throwing it, and it's going to take people out like a manhole cover. Not Not if you're playing the Tennessee China Knife Bazaar. No, 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 I'm done, which is why this is the best endorsement deal in all of the NIL era, which is Tennessee football will cut you. (laughs) Or um, you can even get the later account, which the later account is itself another investment account. Uh, All kinds of different options. I am a very satisfied user of the product that we hear on this show endorse. Acorns.com slash fullcast. Faceboat. Faceboat. I do like the idea of asking Shane Beamer, like, you know, hey, you know, a lot of good things here could happen here at Carolina. And he's like, like what, Shane? He's like, I'm going to get a wet bar. You should see. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to have I'm gonna have the biggest bottle of Malibu rum you could buy. Like, just the best Malibu. Like, I don't know why Shane Beamer's best, a Malibu. No, what, year, what year is this Malibu? It's a 2019 Malibu. Ooh. <laughs> we went all the way back. <laughs> How how great would it be if you're Indiana Jones and you get down into the basement of some Aztec pyramid and you're like, ah, oh, the elixir of life and you rub it off. It's just a big bottle of like Malibu. Yep. Yep. That was the true cup of Christ. A That's bottle it. of Malibu rum. Ah, a simple carpenter. Ah, the cup of a carpenter. 
and it's like a hand grenade, like a New Orleans hand grenade. Everything cup. I know about carpentry comes from Magic Mike movies, so actually that helps. That, that, that does track. Magic Mike is the story of Christ. Uh, I wanted to see also, Kentucky's going to have this issue, which is uh, how do we write a story about Mark Stoops? And the thing that everyone has a challenge in writing about Mark Stoops is how do you say that somebody's doing a great job and getting to like seven wins? That's like, that's really, that's a hard beat. So the thing that they keep doing and trying to make some drama on the Kentucky beat is not when will Kentucky become an SEC power? Because they got eyes. <laughs> they, can, they can read a history book. It ain't happening ever. This is as good as Kentucky is ever going to be. And that's fine. But the big conflict that they keep ginning up is how do we keep Mark Stoops from Iowa? And it's my, because Mark Stoops is, you know, an Iowa guy and um, there's continual eyeballing of that program uh, and wondering when Kirk Ferentz is ever going to retire. The answer is never. Talk about none shall know the hour. Never. They're like, yeah, Kirk's going to retire this year. He's tired. Of no, he's not. He's younger than he's ever been. He's tired he's- of what? Being rich? Yeah. Do you think that, yeah. Do you think that that mode of football takes any, like not changing anything for 20 years takes anything out of you? No, he's, he's rested. Oh, it's like, it's like managing a cracker barrel. Yeah. No, he rolls in every day and he's like, I need the numbers. It's like, cool. We're doing candy sticks. Got it. We're doing some casual to moderate racism. Got it. Check. And we're slinging pancakes. Boom. Yeah. We got, we got one new salad on the menu in the last five years. Yeah. That's it. We, we all remember the corned beef hash failure. We're not getting we're not getting <laughs> weird again. Nah, man. Irish food is too exotic. <laughs> and untrustworthy. Kirk, <laughs> shut up. Put out those huge checkers, unchain the rocking chairs, and mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah, let's no. Go. Iowa football is back. Kirk Ferentz is younger than he's ever been. He's going to coach there for another 35 years. This is not an issue. We will all be dead by the time he finally decides to retire, not die, but retire. The show notes on this section, Spencer, did you write these? I did. All right, I'm, I'm going to read the show notes aloud. Kentucky, how do you keep Mark Stoops from going to Iowa? Uh, nested bullet point. Sexy Iowa. Sexy Iowa. Nested bullet point. Unstoppably alluring Iowa. Unstoppably alluring. Nested bullet point. Grr, come here, you corn silk vixens. Ah. I like. I like that he has basically turned Iowa into like Kathleen Turner in a 1980s romantic (laughs) romantic (laughs) drama, like a like a weird violent sex. Oh, yeah. No. Mark Stoops was a normal man, a responsible family man, but then came the woman who turned his life upside Eight down. Eight and a half Hawkeyes. <laughs> Ooh, how can I resist Iowa City? Uh, ah! How can I resist it? Pretty, pretty easily. Body hawk. Bought- <laughs> there it is. Do, do the song. Do the song. Let me hear your body hawk. <laughs> Oh, girl, seven and five. That's the thing with Mark Stoops, like Iowa and Kentucky. That's the same job when Mark Stoops is at peak because both jobs are challenging enough so that like eight and five is like a really great record at both schools. I, I think like, honestly, the easiest answer Mark Stoops can give is like moving sucks. Even if you have money and even if you're getting people to help you, moving fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Also, people kind of tend to like once they get long term in Lexington, they tend Long to kind of want to stay there. Lexington. It is like, yeah. like people tend to want to stay put and they want to stay in the area, you know, like you tend to kind of fall into that. You know, I think as you get a horse, like everybody who gets like rich there, oh, like, oh, moving a horse is a huge pain. 
It, what do you think that horse is going to be happier in Iowa than they are in Kentucky? Noted horse paradise. I don't think so. <laughs> it is Kentucky noted horse paradise. That's that's what they should put on the sign. Source to the state. Source horses. <laughs> of course. Source horse. A of source is a horse. Of course. Of course. Texas A and M. Uh, you know what's? I just like to talk to Jimbo about money, right? Whatever, just ask Jimbo, like, hey, what's your appearance fee here to be today? Because, you know, I ain't doing this for free. How, too- how's, how's it going up top, Jimbo? <laughs> Can we see it? It's Hair Island back. Huh. I, hope he, I, hope, I hope he shows up with like a Steven Seagal ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> that drowns the tender read. <laughs> he shows up like Steven, shows up like Steven Seagal. Like, I can't be choked out. It's not that's possible. Right. My training. Also, also, you need to film my fight scenes from far away. Yeah, that's <laughs> not as quick as I used to be. I need some slow Azari bodyguards. He is look I, better than I am. Listen, may not be as fast as he used to be, but remains beyond the law. That's. <laughs> I think y'all this this year after the ex- all the expectations we got, I think you can consider this program to be under siege. All right. I'll okay. Bring- Kelly LeBrock's going to come up here and tell you about the defense. With the lack of success at recruiting PJ Fleck to the league. Mm -hmm. And I know there's an obvious answer here, so I'm going to take it off the board. I really feel like there's a hole in this current crop of sec football coaches so i'm going to put this question to y'all taking kiffin off the board as the kind of joker or free space which coach is the likeliest to wear a pair of nunchucks in a belt holster on the sidelines so kiffin's off take kiffin out the board goodness i'm gonna give a i'm gonna give because, you know, look, I mean, look at what we've lost. Look at everything we've lost over the past couple of years. We lost a couple of real likely candidates because Pruitt had this trophy with a bullet, if no other trophies <laughs> ever. Sure. And with Pruitt, uh, it wouldn't have been a gag. It would have been like, uh, he'd be like, oh, absolutely nin- not. A ninja is always ready. Now, <laughs> Clark Lee, if he is still shaving his head, kind mm-hmm. of looks like a, a John Wick side character. Sure. Yeah. I'm going um, to bet there's an SEC coach who's already done this in real life. And it is not the one you're thinking of. Sam Are you Pittman. thinking? I had a dark horse thought about Drinkwitz, actually. No, it's him. Because of where he's been. Yeah, yeah. Also, he kind of looks like a nerd. And a nerd at one point has gone, I think nunchucks would help me in this situation. And then immediately probably got into a situation where they did not help. Yeah. Also, like, I just, go ahead, I go have ahead. the distinct sensation, although he's long gone, that though he never bragged about it, Mark Richt was like at least a brown belt in some kind of nunchuck sure. weaponry yeah <laughs> like where he was and he's like, like but i would never use it I, he's like, like i would never use it against my fellow man it's just against squirrels yeah like, it, like some sort of christian-based martial art yeah yeah eli yeah. drinkwitz has some tremendous christ quando eli Drinkwitz. oh has... shit trademark trademark <laughs> trademark don't steal it don't steal it business um, idea eli drinkwitz has definitely sat somewhere and thought to himself the cops are gonna need me to help the cops Eli, are going to come over to me and ask me to help. Okay, Eli Drinkwitz. Crossland Karate Incorporated Martial Arts School in Atlanta, Georgia. Christian wow. Taekwondo LLC. Yep. Damn. Sen- sen- sensei Richt. <laughs> mm. uh, Sorry, I just Googled 
Christ Kwando and all the results are local. I probably shouldn't have been surprised. About he he that. kicks you in the chest and then he picks you right back up and he says, it's all right, buddy. Christ fell three times. You got you're two right, more I, to I, go. Let's you go. Take, you take this kick in the chest like your Lord took a spear in his side. By, by the way, shout, shouts out to actual good human being Mark Richt. Who was, uh, oh, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going. Yeah, around to. Um, he's, he's diagnosed. With Mark the... Richt remains an action hero and uh, and a sandwich master. An action hero, mm -hmm. a sandwich master, a high dive impresario, and uh, maybe actually the only uh, remaining football coach who we think might not be a thousand percent reprehensible. Yeah, he is a uh, he. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's this week. Came out and uh, and a little notes, little notes app work was like, hey, I got Parkinson's, but you know, hey, it's all good. Still gonna do the ACC network and. Um, not sure what the prognosis is, but it's good enough for him to keep doing TV. And Parkinson's is one of these things where yeah. uh, the prognosis can vary wildly and you can actually have a really high quality of life for a really long time, which I certainly hope is the case because yep. um, he's actually a cool human being who's done a lot of really cool stuff and yep. also is, yes, a sandwich master. Try so. not to think about what happened to all those other coaches that we thought were uh, cool guys. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Eli Drinkwitz grew up in Alma, Arkansas. Uh, in the early nineties. So see, that's I am, real China knife bizarre energy. Yeah. 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 So I am, I am betting that if he did not have nunchucks already as a belt item that Eli Drinkwitz has had a really fancy survival knife or a Swiss army knife of some sort. Right? Study the blade. Yeah. Eli Drinkwitz is the one coach who I'm like, he is nerdy enough to possibly have studied the blade. Yeah. He's got real, it's, it's quiet, but it's like, you know, through gritted teeth in the library while you were, you know, while you were reading Ecclesiastes with your Bible study, uh, I was mastering the katana. I actually don't think Lane, you, I think it would have been fine to leave Lane on the board because while he would have No, I think had, he absolutely has them, but I think he's terrible at them and would injure himself immediately. I think they're sex toys when you look more closely. <laughs> You're saying they're fun chucks? None fucks. Ryan, why does this keep happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. <sighs> You're a father. Oh, wait. Unconfessed sin. Oh, shit, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Look what happens when Jason is here in our spiritual core. Our spiritual core took a family vacation. My uh, my serious answer, my serious question is actually to Brian Harson at Auburn, which is, hey, y'all know you hired like a complex pro-style offensive type coach with no wide receivers, right? That's going to be awesome. But at least the process was smooth and orderly. Yep. How about that? <laughs> I would actually, I would also put him a very close second behind Drinkwitz in like can kill you with a weapon he purchased at a truck stop. Yeah, because his dad was big into like drag racing, mm -hmm. right? So still they is, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they spent a lot of time in like gas stations where they sold knives. Hey, remember how Texas could have hired this dude? He spent a lot of time in gas stations with knives. Texas, come on. Was Texans, <laughs> Texas boosters don't pump their own gas. <laughs> Please, those tea sips. They're not getting after that. Unlike Jimbo, who definitely pumps his. I don't pump my gas. He does because he has a gas pump at his house. It, it mm. is, That's actually a, also doubles as a bird bath. <laughs> just, just cleaning himself off in the morning. Hold on, let's get a little bit on the hands here. It's invigorating. Yeah, icy machine out there too. A little bit of that eighty-three octane on the face. How to wake a man up. I do think Pac-12 Media Days should just embrace this theory and like 
just say like, hey, we're doing media days, new Pac-12, and we fuck now. Come out here if y'all want to fuck. Stop bringing this up. (laughs) I saw somebody say something. Ryan, are you okay? (laughs) Certainly not. Ryan's horny on Maine. (laughs) I'm... Look, you're like the last person to do this on the show. And <laughs> I thought that I Holly? would be the last person to do this on the show. But it, do I hand the torch over at this point? Holly, that's the wind. torch is actually a Hitachi magic wand. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> that's on, that's overheating. Lane, Lane Kiffin. That's a good one. That's a good one. I know, <laughs> no, no, I know he can't one. work that one because he gets tangled up in the cord. <laughs> it's in my hair. <laughs> Mom, mom, it happened again. <laughs>